Welcome to Lunch Break Nerd Brawl, the podcast where two nerds debate awesome nerdy topics and our slightly less nerdy friend judges us. I'm Ryan. I'm Matt. I'm Ty. And special guest today joining us from the sunny shores of California is Jeff Alexander, a.k.a. my little brother. Welcome to the show, Jeff. We're really glad to have you on here. Thanks so much. We're going to insert applause here. This is going to be the... (laughs) Clapter. It's yeah, clapter. clapter. Thank you. Insert <laughs> clapter. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jeffrey, as your brother, and obviously I, I'm I'm privy to your uh, your nerdy your nerdisms, and I would like to get into those kind of your, your nerd pedigree, if you will. Before yeah. we get into this too much, um, I do have some questions, Ryan. We've had a couple uh, just some curveballs thrown our way lately with you. Uh, one of which, a thing we've been pretty vocal and prep and, and uh, we made a big deal of throughout the show is your status as a straight edge and uh, some information has come to light that kind of pulls it into question. Do you want to talk about that? Any? Uh, this again, <laughs> we, ta- yes. we were going to talk about it with James last week and we didn't. And I just, mm. I feel like our fans need to need to know the updates of what's going on. The, the straight edge community who is a cornerstone of the lunch break nerd brawl listening uh, family needs to know uh, where their role model stands. So uh, I wouldn't say role model. Uh, if you actually <laughs> listen back and do any sort of research into this podcast, you'd know that I am constantly drinking energy drinks and constantly drinking coffee and complaining about the lack of caffeine that my body has. Even though I consume a lot of it, it's never enough. Uh, and I was talking with another couple of barista friends of mine and made the joke about the whole straight edge thing because it's all just a joke. That's what it is. And then I made the joke worse. And then now it's just never ending. But they're like, wait, caffeine is a drug. So you're not straight edge. So bada boom, bada yeah, bang. If you're, if you're addicted to a substance, yeah. then that, that makes you no longer straight edge. Yeah, especially with caffeine. Be- so. is, it, is it like in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World where like the vegan has something that's not vegan and then he like loses his superpowers? Uh, so do you lose your straight edge superpowers? Yes. I don't know what those constitute as, but there was a, a drop in my energy. Well, energy, but <laughs> yes. My overall... Uh, what was this vegan that's, powers? This, that's uh, why you're always needing more caffeine because, like, the more caffeine you have, the less traded you are, which means you need more caffeine. So, like, <laughs> that's that's your issue there. It's the never-ending circle. So, the yeah. cure is causing um, the sickness. <laughs> I'm just really glad you were able to get ahead of this before you went through with that giant tramp stamp straight edge tattoo under your lower back <laughs> you were planning on getting. That it's was going to be ruler. really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just an actual like straight edge like corner, whatever yeah. that's called. Two, two, yeah. And that's then you gain gain weight, and then it gets like kind of wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just add the words "not so straight edge." <laughs> Ty, that is the best joke you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wonderful. Well, uh, welcome. Uh, that we won't. I, we, there's some other bombshells that uh, I want to get into, but I feel like you're reluctant to delve into. So I won't embarrass you too much, Ryan. But I just felt like we needed to uh, to make that known. Yeah. He has more dirt on you. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he'll save that for a later date. Uh, <laughs> we have other podcast episodes to cover. So as we get into that, um, Jeffrey, tell us a little bit about your your nerd credibility, if you would. My nerd street cred. Well. I'd have to say the most recent of my uh, most nerdy endeavors 
was uh, watching all of the Marvel movies in chronological order, not by release date, but how they actually played out. And those ending sequences matched up flawlessly. It was phenomenal. Hmm. But uh, besides that, nice. we just had a uh, like a 24-hour shift just about we had to pull at work. And my movies of choice were Star Wars Episodes 4, 5, and 6, practically consecutively. It was wonderful. So are those your favorite of the Star Wars? Wow. I would have to say most definitely, yes. Because that was almost the topic for today, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Eventually, we're going to cover that topic. Yeah, we, we we want to do a debate of which trilogy of the of the of the Star War, Skywalker saga is the best. Um, we do want to have that debate. Uh, it's just such a massive topic, and I want to make sure I can still love my brother after these conversations. So I decided we should probably not delve into that one, or else cause some familial strife. That was a joke that totally bombed. That must have been really? lazy. We're gonna come. Do you <laughs> differ that much? I think you're in the same boat on that. We were totally on the same boat. I was trying to make you a joke. Four, five, five, six, a just, lot. <laughs> okay. It's okay. a joke that did not hit and just totally didn't work. And I'm really hoping Ty cuts out. Actually, so we're gonna just go from there. Jeff, uh, what do you do for work, Jeff? Uh, so for work, I'm in IT. So. Okay. Okay. Nerd. Yeah, pretty much. Nerd all the way through and yeah. through. Is is that nerd or is that geek? Don't you dare. Don't you dare throw that cuss word out there. I'm just I'm just saying that like geek is 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 <laughs> you can make a living being a geek. We're nerds. There's no like no. <laughs> there's no profitability what we're doing, obviously, because we're doing a podcast. Kevin Smith. <laughs> I I feel like this needs to be another episode. The debate of what is a nerd versus a geek. That's a lot to unpack. I suppose you're right. Well, uh, as a as an IT uh, aficionado, as a Star Wars fan, we are excited to have you on here. Um, and I know you come from our family, which are, are deeply rooted in the ways of Disney. So uh, today's episode is going to be a fun one. We are going over uh, the topic of the uh, pretty widely popular ch- the child right now from the Mandalorian versus Jack Jack from the Incredibles. Um, I also have one more question for Jeff. Okay, sorry. I, I was jumping the gun. Um, how many episodes of Lunch Break Nerd Brawl have you listened to? Oof. The truth comes out, and I feel like I'm on a lie detector show. <laughs> I'm going to have to say 10. Okay. Really? That's more than I think any of our that's guests. More that's more than me. That's more than me. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more than most of our guests combined, actually, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> I don't know, maybe Andrew, maybe Andrew, but yeah, oh, Andrew's Andrew. listening definitely to up there. Props yeah. to friend yeah. of the podcast, awesome. Andrew, uh, Andrew Rowe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, before we, we delve into the debate, though, uh, we did have another fun segment to go into when we haven't done it in a little while. Today, we're going to do trivia show. Yeah. Today, I have a series of quotes from both The Mandalorian and from Incredibles 1 and 2. Uh, you guys need to uh, chime in. Uh, I'll read the quote. Chime in with your answer. You get a point for the uh, which finding out what source is. You get two points uh, for telling me who said it, if you can name that one as well. Oh, okay. Uh, and first to, uh, let's say, 10 points gets a prize. Is it a Lunch Break Nerd Brawl t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> the unreleased. <laughs> As soon as they are available, it is a a Lunch Break Nerd Brawl t-shirt. Absolutely. 
All right. You guys ready to go? I'm sure. ready to say hello, everybody. So yep. I'm going to need to know what your uh, your call-in sounds are going to be. So if you want to answer, you're going to need to like make a sound effect so I can tell who's calling in first. Um, what do you what your guys' sounds going to be? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Ty is barking dog. <laughs> and what was Jeff's? I'm going to go. So I commented earlier, but I'm going to change it up to ding-a-ling dong. Oh. Ding-a-ling dong. Okay. Yes. Was that yours, Ryan? It was close to it. It was close to it. Um, but I'll, I'll go with beep beep boo doo beep boop. I'll go with that. Huh. Yep. Oh, the uh, like the old that, school. Uh, it's like Power Kim Rangers Possible? warning. Yeah. Boop, boop, yes, boop, yes. Boop, Kim Possible slash uh, Power Rangers. There we go. Wait a minute. Are they the, the same? same thing? Uh, there's one uh, a beep at the bot at the end of one of them. They're similar up until literally the last beep. Oh yeah, Kim's oh, Kim's is beep 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 it. And Power Rangers, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Slightly different, but pretty close. So, yeah. Wow. Yes, very, very oh, similar right. for two And also, and Jack shows. Bauer's phone rings, beep, 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 beep. Jack Bauer? Really? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> the 24, CPU, like, serious show? All I know is the one that yeah. goes, boop. Uh, like, their, their yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The countdown. No, that's their phones in the office. Beep, 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 beep. Go watch more series. We can have a whole debate about this. Kyle has that as his ringtone. Next uh, next week's episode, we're excited to go over the debate of who has the best ringtone in nerddom. Uh, (laughs) Let's do it now. We're gonna go. Here we go. Uh, I mean, Night Riders is pretty good. I I had thought about honestly just giving you Incredibles quotes and then just having you guys guess and seeing if I would throw you off, but I mixed in some ones here. uh, here we go. Number one, I await your arrival with optimism. Yep, 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 yep. Ty. I'm going to go with the Incredibles. All right. Uh, anybody else want to chime in? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Mandalorian. I'm going to say his, um, the Mandalorian's, uh, what's his name? I, I can't remember his name, but the guy who re- he reports to, like the head uh, bounty hunter guy. Okay. That's my final answer. The guy who's in charge of the guild. Okay, Ty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah he Jeff. looks like LeVar Burton. <laughs> uh, quick strategy question. Do we get negative points if we go wrong? Absolutely not. Do we get extra okay, points for being first? <laughs> sure. Ooh. Well, then I'm going to go with the Mandalorian, but I'm going to go with the dude that the Mando used to work for on that one episode when they break into the jail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, final answers all around. Yep. Yeah. Ty, who did you say it was? I didn't have a guess of a person. I just guessed incredible. <laughs> I, I was gonna say somebody from, but never mind. We won't go to that. Those okay. Answer. Uh, Ty is incorrect. No uh. points. It was from the Mandalorian, uh, and Ryan had it spot on. It is yes. Grief Karga. Yes. Uh, instant win right here and now. If you can tell me uh, what other film. Uh, that is a Netflix exclusive uh, that was aired on Fox previously that that guy also was a guest star on. On Fox, Netflix exclusive. Oh, goodness. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He was uh, Tobias Funke's acting coach in Arrested Development and always wanted to make stew. So that's completely off topic anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. All like Hulu, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All throughout Mandalorian, I kept wanting to go, "Baby, you got a good stew going there," but he never said it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Uh, so Ryan has four points right now. Ty has uh, zero, and Jeffrey has one. 
Next one. Uh, now I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to panic. We're not going to die. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, that, that is the mom in Incredibles. Uh, okay. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I want to say it's Violet from The Incredibles. Jeffrey? I was going to say the mom from Incredibles. Can we have repeat answers? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Ty and Jeffrey, spot on. Dang it! It's from the plane, wasn't it? It's the plane Elastic scene. Girl. Yep, that was good. Yeah. Elastic Girl. What was her? What is her uh, secret identity name for instant win points right now? Oh, oh her secret uh, identity. I know this. Is her secret identity is Elastic Girl? You mean her real identity? <laughs> <laughs> instant win. Instant win right there. No, I would say secret identity is... Okay. Alter yeah. ego, I guess, is another term for it. Her secret identity would be her the person she is when she's not a superhero. This no, is why Ty is that's her judge. real identity. That's her real name. Okay, alter ego. That's I support. Alter ego. I support no, that's her real ego. Her alter ego is Elastigirl. <laughs> okay. Are we changing the debate to whether Ty wins or not Never right mind. now? Because I'm on Yeah, uh, yeah. Her name I is like Helen Parr. Never mind. We're going. Yeah, I knew okay. it was Parr. I was just trying to Google it while you're saying that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I believe that ties Ryan and, and Jeffrey with five points each now, and a tie with four. Is that correct? Yeah. Don't sorry. call on the question sure. if I'm doing these right or not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have like 13 here. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, also that was while they're on the plane. That is correct. That's one. what I said. I said that already. <laughs> All right. Next answer. Oh. Next. Uh, I next wasn't question. listening to you. Ah, oh, of course. <laughs> a man of your skill should make short work of this. Ding a ling dong. Ooh. Yip, yip, Jeffrey in first, and then tie. Okay, Jeffrey, go first. I'm gonna have to say, that's the Mando when he's talking to the head honcho of the Imperial. So who's saying it, Mando? No, sorry. The dude that was talking to Mando, that's the head honcho of okay. the uh, Imperials. Okay. I I initially wanted to say Mandalorian, but I'm thinking it's actually Incredibles. They're saying it to Mr. Incredible. I don't remember who said it. Mirage? The lady? That's or not- do you think it's Syndrome? Did you just give her the answer? <laughs> 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 what is yes? <laughs> Since you gave me the answer. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a guess? Oh man, I feel like they've. I feel like that line was said in both to some degree, but that exact one, I'm gonna actually just copy off of uh, Jeff and say that same, um, same character, same show. Are you guys think it's the 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 moth at the end, or it's the the guy who gives him the mandate at the front? The guy who he hands the child over to, like the whole okay. like yeah yeah mm-hmm. the evil so bad the guy? guy the whole time. Uh, Jeff and Ryan, spot on. Uh, Only yes. referred to as the client. What? Okay. what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right on. Four points each. Uh, is that you guys Werner Herzog? That is correct. Ooh, I'm going to give uh-huh. Ty uh, three points for knowing his actual person name, which sounds like a Star Wars uh, name. Ty has a Google. Dang it. It's not a Google. <laughs> He's Ty a that off documentary of director. Really? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, di- director of uh, Grizzly Man. I did a report uh, on really? it in college. That's the same yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Huh. Fun fact, he's also in the uh, Penguins from Madagascar movie in the intro. He's a documentary maker in the movie. What? Yeah, they have like a fake documentary on penguins, and he's the voice of it. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's amazing. Fun right. nerd facts. 
I think Jeff and Ty, I'm sorry, Jeff and Ryan are both here in at, at, at nine. Uh, Ty, I think you're somewhere close by with like seven, let's say. Yeah, sounds about right. Or something like that. Sounds about right. Close enough. All right, next one. Uh, I started with the baby. I started with the baby? That, that is correct. That is the quote. No points for repeating it to me. <laughs> uh, Matt's the one that said it. <laughs> Ryan, bring it in first. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Edna Mode uh, from The Incredibles. Okay. Anybody else want to chime in? I'm gonna I'm gonna back that up. Is that the lady with the with the black bowl cut from the really yes, short yes. one? Yes, she is. Yeah, that oh, one. Man, the fact that you don't know is scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, all right. Spot on all yes. three of you yes. at the mode. I thought that might have. Uh, I, I wouldn't have gotten it goes. without it. But once Ryan said it, I was like, yep, that's definitely it. Uh, the Incredibles is the actually voice. one of my top favorite movies. I It's probably the movie I've seen the most in my entire life. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That surprises yeah. me. It helps the fact that I had it on PSP, like the UMD. (laughs) So so that all day, I watched it constantly on the PSP. Oh, my gosh. Matt, if you would have done voices for all of these, I would have gotten them all right. Just so you know. If I do an Edna Mode voice, of course you're going to get them all right. I should have done an Edna Mode, so I think you could do it. I should have done an Edna Mode for all of them. (laughs) That would have been great. You should. Oh, man. I can bring you in warm, but I can bring you in cold. That would have been really fun. Ah, I'll have to practice that for next time. Uh, well, I've spoken. Uh, t- uh, Ryan Ryan is, is the winner of this one since he called in uh, very close second to Jeffrey uh, uh, with that one since he had the right answer but got, got in second. Uh, but I, I have spoken, and this is the way. Uh, so thank you guys for playing another fun round of trivia show. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> he added up. That's enthusiastic. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready to debate? I think so. I and mean, we already got one win under my belt, so I'm on the go. Oh, <laughs> I had thought that part of the cockiness that Ryan actually developed was from his status as straight edge, but apparently that's not. <laughs> that's just a pre existing condition. No, no, pre existing, yeah, from slitheriness. But yeah. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Being the best Jeffrey, house of Hogwarts. So, yeah. Jeffrey, side note, do you know what house you are in, in in Hogwarts? Yes. What house are you in? I don't like want Alliance. Are you a Hufflepuff? <laughs> I am a Hufflepuff. Whoa. <laughs> Is that what you guys I said what I am? think about this. I'm a Hufflepuff. Is that this what you guys changes. said I am? That's what we thought you were. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Taken, so we're both Hufflepuffs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've taken the test you're, a million times. Always and comes out Hufflepuff? Every time. And like I try to answer because I'm like, I want to be a Gryffindor. And every time, <laughs> Hufflepuff. Gryffindor is a touch The sorting over hat's like, no way. Jeffrey shows up with a mustache on like, I'll try sorting hat this time. <laughs> with sorting hat's like, this is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> oh, Ryan beat me to it. Dang it. That was a good joke. Little Hufflepuff, uh, we are here debating uh, who would actually win if it came down to fisticuffs, Jack-Jack versus the child. And now, I, we need to kind of flesh out the scenario a little bit. Why are, why are they fighting and what, what's happening here? Anybody want to, of the judges, you want to delve into this? Ty, you typically give us some parameters. 
Oh, man. Um, Unbiased fair parameters. I don't know. Jeff, do you have any ideas? I feel like it's that old show on Discovery where, like, the saber-toothed tiger fights the gorilla. So we need, like, a 3D environment. So they're, like, in the plains of Africa, no okay. water, surrounded by dunes. Dunes? Sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> if you, if you want to include dunes, I'm that's fine. He's a dude. He's a dude. <laughs> 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 hey! <laughs> We're all surrounded by dudes. <laughs> or it's dudes. We change the word to dudes. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a bunch things... of dudes everywhere. <laughs> now to make things more interesting, I feel like we should continue in on this just to see where the fight goes. Dudes, a plane, and a single palm tree. One palm tree, plains of Africa like 20 guys forming a ring yes so it's this like a baby cockfight like <laughs> <laughs> illegal Mexican cockfight oh, I don't like this I don't like this at all <laughs> hold, on, hold on so we've got an illegal baby fighting ring in the plains of Africa under the shade of a single palm tree where Bob Parr aka Mr. Incredible and the Mandalorian <laughs> Shown up to pit their child against each other. <laughs> the willowy, it's not like a kidnap thing. Uh, One's his son, and one is his. I mean, like they're kind of both like a son type. I mean, like the yeah, child is yeah. kind of like his son because they're in the clan together now. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say it's more of like a, um, like a saw type of situation or something where like they were both captured <laughs> together, and like only one of them's allowed to escape. <laughs> <laughs> They're handcuffed to a radiator. There's only a sword. <laughs> a rusty saw. <laughs> Maybe Yoda just like play with it in the air, like confused. Oh, if it's like a ball and just like mesmerized with it. I hate both of these scenarios. Can we check all of that? <laughs> please, please do. I'm not prepared this, for any this is of the this. worst. <laughs> How about they're they're just fighting over like a ball? I can get behind that. Fighting over a ball. That's cool. Yep, there we go. Fighting over the little silver ball thing yes. that uh, that the child plays with. Jack-Jack, yeah. when he teleports through dimensions, teleports to the Star Wars dimension, um, to some place where Mando and the child are, and Jack-Jack steals it from the child, and then they're fighting over it now. Is that, and Mandalorian that, is gone. Yeah, he's gone. They're landed on some planet. Yeah, that worked for everybody? Sure, sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, Ryan, do you want to go first? Uh, I could let you go first. You want me to go first? So here's the deal about the child. Uh, he's called the child. He is 50 years old. I think it's a he. He's always referred to as a he. Am I correct in this? I don't know if they ever say. Yeah, he's not I think they just say the explicitly child. Explicitly gendered. Yeah. But he's always referred to as the, the child, but I feel like I've seen he referenced at Sometimes least several times. Sometimes they call him the kid. He yeah, Mando the calls kid him the kid. Right. Well, I'll try and keep it gender neutral just in case. But uh, the child uh, is very attuned with the Force from an extremely young age. Even though he's 50, his race lasts for 900 years. So he's very at a young age and at this point in his life. Uh, and is uh, without any official training, he's been held by you know rogues and bounty hunters his entire life. But has an innate natural connection to the Force where he can control it and utilize it very easily and use it to defend himself and the ones he loves. So if Jack-Jack, this little creature, pops up <clears throat> and it starts attacking, uh, I mean, the child's going to 
obviously try to defend their home of the ship. Uh, the Manda uh, is not going to let this creature, you know, just kind of destroy the Mandalorian's vehicle. Uh, He's just going to go to town on it at that point. He's got the ability to, you know, the force levitation. He's been shown to to force choke even uh, and uh, been able to hold his own and help uh, defend against massive creatures. I mean, think about the Mudhorn, that massive uh, bull creature that, you know, was way bigger than anything Jack Jack's taken on. He's been able to help levitate it and incapacitate it. So definitely no problem to utilize those moves. Uh, able to defend himself and take on even uh, bounty hunters, you know, human trained or humanoid trained creatures designed for fighting and even repel the flames of a flamethrower uh, and uh, repel that and even attack stormtroopers utilizing that. So he's got offensive abilities. He's got healing abilities that he can utilize. Uh, he's strong. He's sneaky. He's quick. Strong. And... He's strong in the force. Mm. Strong in the force. Uh, he's quick. He's sneaky. And he's been shown to eat things smaller than him. So I think he would uh, throw Jack Jack around and then probably try to eat him. But here's the thing. With uh, with the child, every time he uses his ability, what does he do shortly after? Uh, Take a nap nap? Be exactly. awesome. No, he takes a nap. He passes out every single time. Directly after he's awesome. True. What he only needs <laughs> no, to do is pick up Jack Jack and fling him across the place and get him out of there. And then he's and then he takes a nap, he wakes up, and then he go finds him and eats him. <laughs> Jack Jack is actually bigger say- than the child. Yeah. Do we know yeah. this? Yes. I didn't look up the sizes. I hadn't thought of it that way. But still, I mean he's taking His head on is way definitely bigger. Than bigger. Than that's true. He does have a very, very large head. But, I mean, he could take him on. I mean, he he was tra- uh, strangling and choking humans, so he could easily just do that to Jack-Jack, strangle him, and then he's, he's gone. Oh, this is a dark twist. <clears throat> this was really, all. really weird also to be talking about babies killing each other, by the way. <laughs> I mean, our most popular episode is of children fighting, so we thought, why not yeah. take it a step further? <laughs> go younger. I guess so. See how young we can go before it's too far. <laughs> Which child in the womb would think? Is that all you got, Matt? I was hoping you had more than that. Like that's I. That's what I want to start with. That's my initial mm, volley. I want to see where you're going from there because I'm ready to take on some specific examples of how I think Jack Jack can't hang on. Take it on. I have a question for you, but I want to hear Ryan's argument first before. Okay. Okay, Ryan. Okay, so first off, one of the things, Jack-Jack is the uh, uh, youngest child of three of Bob and Ella, Eleanor? Ellen? Whatever. Helen. Helen. Is it? No, it's not Helen. Eleanor. It's Helen. It's not Helen. It's Helen Palmer. Okay. Whatever. How dare you question so I, my I thought you said earlier you, uh, earlier you said Ellen. Eleanor. Yeah. It's earlier Helen. I said, I said that I wanted to say Helen, but I thought that was because that's the actress's name. But no, it's, it's Her Helen. name actually is Helen. Her That's character's funny. name is Helen Parr. Okay. So, yes, Bob and Helen Parr, and who are also supers, a.k.a. Incredibles. Um, the last name, or yeah, the Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, and then Jack-Jack. So, one of the few things within this universe is that superheroes is is rampant. Like, it's a common thing for superheroes uh, to, like, for people to be born with superpowers, it's a very normal thing. Uh, and one of the people in this universe, which we mentioned earlier in the trivia section, was Edna Mode. And uh, just as a little disclaimer, Enemode is the designer of all the costumes uh, for pretty much all the big name superheroes. Uh, I don't think she ever did villains, but she was the designer for the superheroes. And she's come across all kinds, you know, freezing kinds, uh, super strength, flight, all of them. Like she was the go to person to do the costumes for all the superheroes. She's seen them all. 
And in the conversation with Bob Parr, she and even with uh, Helen, when I'm in the second one, I think. No, it was it was both the first ones. Uh, she showed the fact of how she was very bored with all of them. She's like, oh, this one. OK, yeah, we've seen that. Oh, there's this person when they can shoot laser out of his eyes. It's not a big deal. But the thing is, when she had a babysit, Jack Jack, she was amazed. She had never seen. She was going on and on about how incredible, how amazing Jack Jack was because the power level of this child was unseen before. And to list off just a few of them. He's worse than Superman, in my opinion. I'll even say it. I'll admit it. Uh, he can <laughs> face through walls. He can light himself on fire, shoot fireballs. He's got super strength. He's got gravity control, so he's able to lift things up with his mind. Uh, density manipulation. He can make himself into steel, which he did in the first movie. Uh, whenever Syndrome, the villain, captured Jack-Jack, he, was, he turned himself into metal on a whim, and it uh, weighed him down heavily. So, like, he was defense, like, uh, like a shield. Metal. Yeah, heavy metal. There you go, heavy metal lady. Uh, <laughs> uh, he can fl- he can fly. Uh, he can shoot laser out of his eyes. Uh, he's got telekinesis. He can clone himself into multiple iterations of Jack Jack. Uh, he can do shape shifting, manipulation of uh, people that he sees. Electricity. He's got a smoke form, a water form, and he also has a rage form, which and he's been showing us two times. Yes, and invisibility, and uh, like Matt mentioned, teleportation slash portal uh, dimension hopping. So the dude can do everything. So yeah, I'm really if glad he, you didn't list all of them, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's not all of them. There's a few more. Um, he has Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, then that's just to be like what makes sense. There was even some that were like didn't make sense, and so a lot of people didn't like constitute them as like power. Beast mode, kind of random. Yeah, it was like the rage mode. That's oh, what I was okay. mentioning. Yeah, the little demon Arithmetic form ability. Arithmetic ability. <laughs> He's really good at math. He's really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they don't but yeah. say that, but it's implied. <laughs> so yeah, so like you mentioned, the child throws Jack Jack. Sure, we'll we'll give him the first hit. Throws Jack Jack. Jack Jack A is probably gonna have fun with that flight, uh, and then also probably turn himself into to metal to uh, impact. That impact would do no damage to him, or just change the gravity so that he doesn't be you know he isn't harmed by the uh, the impact of the throw, or he can just phase through. He can turn invisible. Like there's just a handful of things he can do. If the child tries to do something and every single time the child uses his power, it always takes a few seconds. Like it's always like like the first time you see him use it against the big giant, whatever that beast, he was standing there for. Yeah, he was standing there for quite a long time before uh, he actually like the power took like became an effect. Jack Jack, his powers are instantaneous. Uh, he's got some control over them, not full control. He's still a baby, um, but there was iterations in which he was happy and sad, and that his, pa- his powers changed based on his emotions, and he was able to control his powers based on that. So, yeah, he's by far one of the most powerful uh, superheroes in that universe, and uh, no sweat to the child at all. I am going to retcon my first move, not being a telekinetic throw, but going <laughs> straight for the force choke, just to specify that, just to... Make that clear. Going straight for the choke. That would be the, the move made there. Do you know that he has that ability? He has done that, yes. I was going to make the argument that he could probably conjure some force lightning. He hasn't been shown to do that, although the force choke move is a dark uh, power of the dark side, typically used by Vader, his signature move, and he can easily tap into the dark side of the force, which that force lightning is right there at his you know disposal if he's already kind of using that naturally. Wouldn't be a stretch for him to be able to utilize force lightning and shock the crap out of Jack-Jack. Just going to say. But, uh, yeah, opening silo. He doesn't move. have that ability, so. And on top of that, it's yeah, possible. like I was saying, 
He's got a form. Well, the thing is, like, Jack Jack, it's been proven. Yours is just a possibility, just a speculation. It's been proven that Jack Jack has electricity manipulation. Okay. okay. So it won't I, hurt I, I him if he I does. I said I wasn't going to do that. I said I wasn't going to do that, Brian. As well as the I choking. Could. Yes, you said the choking. So as well as the choking thing, he's got a smoke form and a water form, which makes him intangible. And so those effects wouldn't have any problem with But him. can he do that under duress? Yes, usually when yes. he makes a switch, he can't make that. He, usually when he makes a switch, his powers are not. He, he loses control over which ability he can switch to at that point, which is shown in Incredibles 2. When he's under distress, he no longer really has control over what happens. So if he's being choked, he won't have control over the what, what happened. It seems like usually whenever he's under like stress, like the correct ability for the situation is what happens. So like whenever kind of he's like being taken away by someone who's flying, not on the boat he scene becomes super heavy. Too, though. That's not what happened typically. Here's my biggest thing. The only time you really see Jack-Jack engage in a fight is with a raccoon, which he does not win the fight against. It's a raccoon. It's a wild animal focused on eating garbage, which Jack-Jack, with 17 mind-blowing amazing powers, can't defeat. Like, he with did all defeat these him. He, had, he did beat the raccoon. He like wrapped him up no. in a fence. The raccoon should have been crisp, barbecued, gone, but he gets away. The raccoon survives. If he's it's a, it's a kid's movie. Would take his walls out of it. He would. Yeah, if if your child, if your uh, baby Yoda the, the is willing to choke away, a baby, though. then yes, then uh, I think Jack Jack would have no problem just like defending himself in that situation because the raccoon no, the, wasn't the, harming Jack him. Jack- it was they just trying to get what he fight. wanted. They're scratching and fighting, yeah. But if the raccoon, he can't beat a raccoon, a mindless raccoon. He did which he beat the raccoon. He did win the against the raccoon. Away. The raccoon no. gets away. No, he wrapped him up. He defeated him. He used the trash can as telekinesis. He then caught himself on fire and then used telekinesis again to uh, capture him in one of the uh, reclining chairs out in the, the pool. So, yes, he captured him and incapacitated the raccoon, if you want to use that as a defense. But... A raccoon was able to hold his own in a fight against this massive superpower. Like he got some good licks in against a baby, and the child, being one who has superpowers and knows how to fight, would have no problem wiping him out. If he can't easily and quickly incapacitate a raccoon, a wild creature, there's no way he could take on the child. But does the child know how to fight? Yes, like it's shown. Yeah, it's not been like shown. Another person and a human. But that was reactionary, to... yes, based off of the Mando getting hurt. Yes. That was him seeing, oh, my loved one is in trouble. I need to do this to defend it. Wait, it was so not an offensive. Uh, yeah, he was choking him for a little bit, yeah. So he did this do the force choke. Yeah, he did the force choke. He shows up in his home and steals okay. his little his little shiny ball, and he's a threat to his home and the safety I don't of Mando, know. which is the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian did that several times. He didn't choke the Mandalorian. That is he, true. See Jack Jack, he, he could love Jack Jack. He could shapeshift into Jack Jack could actually shapeshift into the Mandalorian and just take it away. And he would not, he would, the child wouldn't put two and two together that, oh, this Jack Jack is the Mandalorian. He First could easily off, trick the child. The, the child knows he has a connection to the Mando via the Force. There's a Force sense happening right there. It's it's underwritten. It's implied very thoroughly. Implied. Assumptions. It's so. very thoroughly implied. It's yeah. Very, very So thoroughly. the only thing that you're actually basing on is the Force choke and Force push. Everything else is just assumptions. So is there, <laughs> for, for the two of them, is there um, like mental age about the same? Mm. Like, do you guys know? I would say both. Because yeah. they both can kind of walk but not talk. The mental fortitude yeah. of the child is not shown. Like he is fifty years old, but 
the capacity of his level of understanding, it's never really mm-hmm. implied. It probably is pretty comparable, I'd imagine. I'd argue. Because yeah, both of them are in like, like the like one and a half year old where they're walking but not talking. Maybe somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. Matt and I are Ty- both in that stage right now with our. It's true. Yes. <laughs> Ty, you had a question for not me. Not After you heard Ryan's. Oh. You heard Ryan's argument. You had a question. So with the force, if Jack Jack goes invisible and is floating around, you know, num num cookies, um, would he be able to sense? him with the force like be able to sense where he is is that like an ability that they would have a force sense absolutely uh there's been many uh, iterations of jedi who are blind who have the ability to uh function just as well without a typical eyesight um like just daredevil function blind similar yeah uh um uh what's the guy's name uh from, from solo uh, star wars rebel um the guy the main uh, the main jedi who trains ezra bridger um, Caden, um, Caden uh, is blinded at one point in the series, uh, but goes on for another couple seasons as blind, but be able to like be an awesome Jedi. Um, Luke is trained to use the Force uh, without, you know, without the aid of uh, vision. Uh, he's like, yeah, he's got the blast shield down. But he's that like, needs training. Force. Yes, thank you. Would, I was just about to say the that. Child be able to do that on his own? No, the no. child has it's not been shown as any the child kind of has thing. already utilized much more extensive force abilities than than a typical person, like a youngling, would have without uh, training. His innate his, his species innate connection to the force opens. You don't up know that. You that don't know that. You don't know. Yes, that, that is canon. The, the, no, cre- the creature has never been released is. about anything about where his species is. But no. that creature, Yoda, there's multiples of those who are Jedi. That species has an innate connection to the Force. They haven't given a name, but that spe- creature species has an innate Force connection that opens up abilities to him that typically would take extensive training. So he has great Force ability. It does weaken him some element, but he's got great Every time it weakens him, yes. But he's so, really young in his Force uh, utilization because of the fact that he's he, gets, he knocks out. He's got ability to use it because he's awesome. And cute. I wouldn't say that. Did it, but the fact that he gets knocked out proves how like inept he is with the force usage that he has. He's so no, died. there was no inclination he that he would have force Ryan? sense. He would have, Excuse me, Ryan. Are you saying you'd never need a nap in your entire life? How dare you? No. That, no. Is, a, that is a especially bold after, statement to make. Especially that after force choking someone. No. <laughs> that that wakes me up in the morning. You've you tried to force choke me many times on this podcast, and you've always seemed tired directly after it, if I can say so. Oh, I'm so I have two more questions for Matt. Okay. Um, whenever he's in the pod and it's floating, yep. is that the pod floating, or is he making it float? The pod. Which one puts points in my favor? <laughs> the pod. It's shown as uh, <laughs> the fact that the Mandalorian can control it with his wrist gauntlet. Uh, it's the pod. It's, the technology. it's a hovering pod device, yeah, which he can't escape because he's sneaky. So he's not using his powers like all the time, and then like the big stuff is correct. Tiring. It's just every okay. time he uses it, he gets knocked out, incapacitated. Whenever he healed the the person, yep. Um, yep. When he, he used his again. healing power, he got knocked out then too. He needed yes. a little nappy. That could be incapacitated every time. It, it, Matt tries to it, downplay it, 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 but it was incapacitation it be, every time. It could be because it was nighttime and it was just his bedtime. No, it would have no. no connection whatsoever to him using the force. And they were journeying. Uh, Matt has crazy day. assumptions. <laughs> Would you say, Jeff? I said they were journeying that day too. He was tuckered out. He had been saving. He saved someone from uh, Minoc poison, 
And I mean, he was just, he was, it was bedtime. There's no, you know how important it is to get bedtime when it's ready. They wouldn't want a child who hadn't gotten his nap to be, he'd been grumpy. It would have been very dangerous. I think you know what very well tied that that was the right choice to make. And it has no implications of his uh, power level at all. Yeah, so sure, the child takes a nap and Jack Jack just wins. (laughs) Or if he gets violent enough, he rage modes and throws the child off the planet. Or he laser beams the child's eyeballs through. Like, there's so many different ways that Jack Jack could instantly win and beat the child if needed. So, So, but in regards, Matt, you're saying, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was gonna say, so in regards to Jack Jack. But how controlled are his powers? Because it seems just so explosive. Uh, he is different iterations. There is a few scenes where he does have control over them, uh, where he's like uh, teleporting uh, and being invisible. He can turn that off and on at his own whim. Whenever he wanted to be hidden and not seen, he was able to turn invisible. And then whenever he wanted to uh, be seen again, he instantly turned it back on and was uh, corporal again. So. Um, same thing with flight, and same thing with the uh, the fire and the metal uh, density changing. He did it out of self-defense, and he did it out of his own control. Oh, I'm being kidnapped right now. Light on fire. You know, oh, this person's flying away. I'm going to make myself heavier and drop down to the ground safely. Most of Jack-Jack's motivations are for cookie num-nums, though. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, he's just trying to get himself a cookie. Not so at all. There was only that one time. just out of anger. All child he's has to do really is whip out a little cream. snack, and Jack Jack's indisposed, and then he's gonna like you know. Child has no pockets. He's gonna. <laughs> child has not seen him any pockets. <laughs> I don't know. That rope looks like it could have some pockets. Whip out a little snack, and then he force pushes him into the uh, into the uh, the uh, what's that the um, the uh, the chamber with the oh, crap the one palm called. tree on the island. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. No, no, but that's not where they're at. Remember, they're they're on. He 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 teleported to the to the ship, so they're on the Mandalorian ship. No, so we tosses, said no. He tosses Jack Jack no. a snack, and we then said he they're back on a random planet to uh, the no. carbonite. Uh, what, to the carbonite chamber and he freezes Jack Jack in the carbonite chamber and battle over. False. We said they're on a planet. Right. Early on. No, we, yeah, not in the ship. Next to the ship. No, no. I don't think the ship can no. count as a tool. No. Thank you. You guys suck. No. <laughs> um, I'm disqualifying that argument. Let it be known. Um, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the way. Um, Ty has spoken. What was I going to say? So I, I feel like the child is more, like, concentrated and maybe does have more power, but not necessarily knowledge of how to use it yet. Um, Jack-Jack is more crazy and kind of all over the place, which could be good or bad, depending on But technically more power. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely yeah. has more powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we don't know how powerful the child is, but... He definitely does get tuckered pretty easily. Um, maybe if he was smart enough to like share some chicky nuggies, um, maybe he could he could make a friend out of Jack Jack. But I think in all reality they would just <laughs> be friends. Is how it would all come down to. Yeah, he would shapeshift into the same looking creature, and they would they would end up being friends. And Mandalorian would come back and be like, "Holy crap, I've got, I got two. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a gremlin. I got it wet, and it popped off another one. <laughs> Or Jack Jack then clones himself, and then he's like, "I'm 15 now." <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? If the child 
had the Mando present and Jack-Jack was attacking Mando, I think there'd be more of a chance that the child would do something and win. However, since the scenario is the child versus Jack-Jack, just the two of them over that stupid metal ball, (laughs) I think I might have to give it to Jack-Jack. How dare you, sir? I like that answer. It's a good answer. (laughs) Well, just because... A logical, intelligent person. (laughs) The child is so defensive of the Mando but like when the people came onto the ship and they were taking it over in the Mandalorian he did nothing the Mando was the one that took out that dude that came on the ship yeah, yeah. so he's not very good at defending himself so if he was defending Mando and or he was for whatever reason extremely motivated to take out Jack Jack what what could he do that could actually win him the match that's what I'm stuck on. <laughs> I don't think there is anything. Because you can phase through, you can turn invisible, he can, yeah. I don't think either of those is going to do it. He's going to have to do something bigger than we've seen him do. Force lighting. He pulls out a little baby uh, lightsaber, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> little baby lightsaber. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Starts that better happen like in Yoda. season two. That would oh, be fingers epic. crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ty, all right, give your final conclusion. Yeah, I think I've got to give it to Jack-Jack since Matt didn't answer that with anything good. (laughs) Well, both Ty and Jeffrey are not getting Christmas presents this year. Although, if the question is who's more adorable, I think we have to give it to the child. True that. Changing the topic then, who is more adorable, the child, Matt Matt still wins this debate. I'm going with that one then. Still a win in my book. (laughs) Whatever helps you sleep tonight. This is the way. Jeffrey, thank you so much for being on. It was a blast. Great to have you on the show, man. Thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. Anything uh, uh, you want to plug? Anything? Do you do anything online? You want people to check out? Uh, No. No, I didn't think you did. He's like, don't. Actually, please forget you heard my name at all. (laughs) You're right. This Uh, was an anonymous guest. Maybe you wanted to plug uh, a certain someone's business that got started off recently uh, that you are closely connected to. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Does Mm. Matt just set it up? (laughs) No, Matt's actually saving my marriage. Since Um, we So, a little plug little uh little uh, startup called silly strings if you have a baby and they have a pacifier my wife makes these wonderful clips that are uh, natural and all sorts of goodness super cute um look her up on instagram so if you have your own strings. little baby yoda or jack jack i sure do i have a nine month old baby yoda is it fireproof it's- Ooh, it's been tested in labs for like strength <laughs> and such, but the fire element that might not work on Jack Jack. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Dang. I love but. how topical this is. I love it. <laughs> it's true. It would work great for the child, though. I planned all this, guys, just so you know. So, <laughs> well done. But yeah, silly strings. So I on sponsored Instagram. by silly strings. <laughs> it's true. S I sponsor. Thank you. Get yours uh, today. Spell out the uh, the 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 handle, Jeffrey, again. S I L L I strings. Uh, okay. On Instagram, check strings them out. Strings with Cute an stuff. S at the end, like plural. Oh gosh, man! Now you make my dump, make me dump myself. <laughs> 
silly strings with an S on the end. S I L L I strings. Dot square dot site. Awesome. Check them out today. If you've got yourself a little, uh, a little child or a little Jack Jack, uh, check them out. Uh, pleasure to have you on the show, Jeffrey. Anything else we need to plug, guys? Uh, I think that's about it. Like us on right. social and share with your friends. Get, leave us a review on iTunes as well. Uh, let us know what, you, what great thing you think about us and how awesome we are, and especially all the research that we do, uh, myself included especially. Just really talk about my high levels of research. That would really be uh, be great. I'd appreciate that. Guys, I, I'd have to say <laughs> this was the best episode we've done since the last one. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> That should be that should be our review on uh, iTunes. <laughs> this episode is the best one since the last one. Everybody who can, please leave that review on iTunes. This episode, the latest episode, is the best one since the last one. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, if you do that, we'll pick a winner and we'll give you a T-shirt at random. <laughs> Not a Lushner brought yes. It's just an old one that I have. <laughs> random T-shirt. It's too small for me anyway. <laughs> Quit giving away all my secrets. Uh. Hey. All right. Well, for uh, for the clan of Lunch Break Nerd Brawl, this is Matt signing off. I'm Ryan. I'm Ty. This is Jeff. Nom nom cookies. <laughs>